welcome to another episode of the Granite List Live, where we discuss all things related to human capital and employee benefits. I'm Lee Dill. And I'm Sally Pace. And we are joined today by Benny DeCheca with the Validation Institute. And Benny, you all have a new program that we want to talk about. So big reveal. Tell us about it. What do you have cooking over there? So we have introduced Food Med Certified as part of Validation Institute. And what we're planning on doing is certifying companies for outcomes, savings, and nutritional value surrounding food programs to help employers decide which ones are actually producing good results. And so our whole mission is to promote the use of food as medicine and the prevention and intervention of illness by validating proven solutions that enable people to better manage their health through tools and nutritious food programs. In doing so, I spoke a little bit about outcomes. Really what we want to do is find those medically supportive foods that create positive outcomes specifically around medication adherence or potential reduction or elimination of medications. But then what we also want to do is see improved conditions, all right? So those high-cost claimants, what we would like is uh, to be able to prove that they're either slowing down the progression of disease or reduction of disease. And so if you were to think about it in the sense of if somebody has chronic kidney disease, are we slowing the progression from them ending up on dialysis? Or if they're on a path and pre-diabetic, are we slowing that process down for those people to become dependent on insulin? And so in doing so, we're going to look at the programs, the nutritional values of the foods that they are utilizing. Whether it's a program that's doing food prescriptions or a medically tailored meal, we want to be able to look at the entire program that they're offering and make sure that employers, if they introduce this into their environment, that they're going to see those reductions of these catastrophic events that could happen down the line if folks continue on the path they're on. The other part that we're going to look at is nutritional security. And this is really programs that eliminate food insecurity that do it in a nutritional way. And just to be clear, I mean, we're super excited by anybody who can make someone more food secure. So I just want to be clear that we're not trying to judge those programs because we don't want to see people missing meals. But on the other side, if it's going to cause downstream problems, we'd rather look and certify the programs that are doing it in a very healthy way. Let's take a step back. That's a really important point. And, you know, we're very familiar with the Validation Institute, but there may be one or two listeners that have not engaged with you guys before. So can we take a step back and talk about what the Validation Institute is? So the Validation Institute's entire goal is to vet and validate the performance claims that healthcare companies are making about their products and services. What we're trying to do is help the employer be able to cut through all the noise and find out the companies that are doing great things. And we want to shine a light on them. And specifically, what we want to see is that if somebody is using a healthcare solution, whether it's muscular skeletal or pharmacy benefits management, that they're getting a return on their investment, that they're seeing the outcomes that are promised to them by that point solution, and that the employer can come to realize that they're dealing with a company that's reputable. And we produce these reports, and the reports are free to any employer to go up on our website and download them in order to help them with their fiduciary responsibility through the new Consolidated Appropriations Act. They can then use those reports to then evaluate the programs that they have in place and see if they're seeing those savings and outcomes. 
Now, one great thing about the Validation Institute is when we produce those reports, we actually put our money where our mouth is. There's a credibility guarantee that employers would have, and that is up to $25,000 that they will get what's in that report or they can reach out to Validation Institute with regards to them not having seen that. So that's a pretty big guarantee, especially, you know, for going back to food security and managing illness with food. Mm -hmm. What kind of proof are you looking for? It's so hard to track those individuals of what they're eating and are they following those guidelines? So I'll give you an example of a company that's going to be certified. So you guys are actually getting a sneak peek into the first company that's going to be announced in about a few days. It's a company called Able, and they're a tool that helps you with gut diseases, okay? Specifically Crohn's, IBS, those types of illnesses. And as you know, those types of illnesses, those folks unfortunately land in the emergency room quite a bit, or they have a lot of inpatient stays. And also on the other side, they would end up missing work because of that. And so this company, what they do is they tell you what foods you can and should or should not eat based on your condition. And it makes recommendations. And I'm going to take it to the simplest form, but this is a fantastic product. But it also helps you with dietary restrictions, right? So let's just say you're eating kosher or you're eating a specific diet. It will only give you recommendations based on that. And then it has a whole other set of great tools that would help you scan boxes and identify the foods and the hidden ingredients in those foods that may trigger you. Now, once we've taken a look at the folks that are on this, 83% of the folks that are using uh, this particular app, have stated that they have a better quality of life, which means they're having less episodes. They're able to go about their life and not end up in the emergency room or in inpatient stays as much. And so that would be one area that we would look to validate a tool. In some other cases, we would be looking at, okay, if somebody entered into a food program and their medication was reduced, okay, because they're able to control their high blood pressure more through diet or whatever the means are that would be something that would be an outcomes certification on the food as medicine part. So there's a lot of great programs out there. But one of the reasons that we saw a need for this program was in the past few months, Medicaid actually started offering waivers where you could get medically tailored meals for up to 12 weeks as part of a food as medicine program. And so when the government did this, what we started to see was just a whole bunch of folks coming out and saying, well, we're food is medicine now. We deliver meals to homes. And when we started to look at those companies and the claims that they were making, we were just taken back, to put it lightly. There was no proof as to what they were doing. They just went from one day delivering meals to slapping a label on themselves and say, we're food is medicine. And if you eat our food, it's healthy. And, you know, some of the programs were just downright dangerous and we just weren't going to stand for that. And we've had to find a way to build credibility into the food as medicine space, make it reputable so that not just the employers, because at some point we assume the insurers are going to get involved. And when these carriers start to get involved and start to cover these types of benefits, they're going to want to find the programs that are doing the right thing by the employer, by the employees because those employees are the ones that ultimately will be using these programs. I want to kind of peel back that onion too and talk about how this is not some 
new age, new wave thing. It is truly a certified program running through the Validation Institute. So what is your prediction or what conversations have you had from the employer front about how they expect to adopt these types of services? So we have talked to quite a few employees and they have a lot on their plate right now to sort of evaluate these types of programs. And the reason why is they're first hearing about all types of medications that are out there now that can help you lose weight. And they're staring down saying, hey, this is a lot of money for these medications and these folks tend to stay on this for the rest of their lives. Is there a way to transition them off? And are there healthy food programs that we could potentially introduce into our environment that would get us to that point of them learning how they should eat? Because everybody knows, at the heart of it, everybody knows what they should eat, right? I mean, it's not, you know, this isn't something that's new. But a lot of folks don't know, one, how to prepare those foods. They don't know how to get access to those foods. And that's another very important thing that we want to look at. But the employer is trying to figure out, how do I introduce a program that brings in healthier employees and then on the other side can help reduce my health care costs? And so that's the discussions we've been having with them is how do I create a balance between these medications that are going to help folks lose weight and programs that are designed to keep the weight off or folks that just don't want to go on that medication and want to find a healthier alternative to getting there. So you can tell people to get on a good diet because it will limit their medication intake and potentially decrease chronic diseases that are in their body. But you really have to have a mental health, a mental stability to motivate yourself to get on these diets. What are some of the companies that you're validating? Are they putting mental health with part of that motivation? How do you keep people adhering to these diets that they're suggesting? Well, first of all, we need to be careful about specific diets, right? Because there's a lot of them out there. So there are folks that can eat vegan and they're perfectly fine on that. And there are others that just can't adhere to that type of diet. So I think what is going to be needed is a whole bunch of folks coming together, clinicians and employers and employees, and I mean, obviously the patients at that point, in order to understand what's going to work for them and what will motivate them to stay on a particular diet. I think at the heart of it, nobody wants to be on medication. Let's let's just sort of start there. I, I think when you go to the doctor and you hear you, there's a potential that you're going to have to go on a specific medication, I think inherently all our hearts sink, right? We're like, oh, you know. Know, something must be wrong with me. And so if you can control that by food and you have the motivation to do it and you are taught how to do it in a very healthy manner. And again, I don't think anybody should just go out and jump on a diet without somebody talking to a clinician of some sort that can help guide you. But if you can find the motivation to stay on that, that's going to be great. And medication will play a role where it needs to. And I think these food programs will help folks to avoid that. It's all really about preventative, right? I mean, that's really where this needs to start is prevention, using food to keep you from ending up on those medications. I know you all announced this as the new next great thing that the Validation Institute is tackling at Think360 a couple of months ago in D.C. For those that are curious about learning more, where do they go? Well, they can certainly go to our website, which is foodmedcertified.com or validationinstitute.com. But you can also email me directly. I have to say, since we made this announcement, 
I have gotten no less than two, 300 emails directly from folks saying, hey, I want to learn more. And it's been really interesting because there's HR folks and I've jumped on the phone with them and some of them are like, we've been trying to figure out if we can bring something into our organization like this. And others were just like, hey, I personally just want to learn what you're doing because I want to understand it. So to us, that was exciting because there was sort of this employer interest, which was great. And then there was the consumer interest, which that's also great, right? But then we also had plans writing to us and saying, hey, explain this a little bit more. We even have one pharmaceutical company reach out to us and say, talk to us about what you're doing. So I think there's interest across the whole spectrum of folks. And so you can reach out to us however you'd like, but I gladly would love to have a phone conversation with anyone that has an interest in this space. Are you brave enough to share your email address? It's benny.checka at validationinstitute.com. And you can just reach me right there. All right. Well, thank you very much. We certainly appreciate the partnership that we have with the Validation Institute. We're so proud of the work that you guys do, and we're thrilled to see how this new program unfolds. So, Benny, thank you for joining us today, and thank you all for listening to another episode of The Granite List Live. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Granite List Live. Access our entire library by visiting your favorite podcast venue or subscribe on our site, thegranitelist.live.